I don't know any of the new guy or girl's names. Me. Guten Tag, meine Freundin, and all right, me old muckers, welcome to Tream Podcast, a podcast all about trash television, focusing on Love Island. Josh, how are we doing? We're doing very well. I'm getting prepared to be very tired again. Why? Because uh, I'm going on holiday again <laughs> tomorrow. Ah, another holiday in the middle of a great <laughs> recording schedule when everything's kicking off. I know everything is happening and I'm leaving and also the World Cup but I can probably watch that in Italy but not Love Island they're not that advanced yet Unless you subscribe to ITV Plus or whatever it's called it's like £3 a month and you can watch it over there I, d- I, I, I fully resent having to pay that on top of the licence fee which I feel should cover that especially as ITV shows adverts or you could just, um, you know, get a VPN. I could, but the place I'm staying doesn't have Wi-Fi. I'm going to die. What? Are you the only... Is this the only <laughs> hotel in the world that it's doesn't hotel, have Wi-Fi? Obviously, it's an Airbnb. And also, when I first have... booked it, when I first booked it, I showed it to my girlfriend who I'm going with. And it's a, well, it was a surprise holiday for her until I told her immediately after I booked it. Mm. Um, it's still a surprise. Going, it's still she, a surprise. She didn't know it was happening, so it's a surprise. It's true. Uh, we were going through the pictures, and she went, "That toilet doesn't have a doesn't have a lid." And she was oh. completely right; the toilet didn't have a seat. So I had to message the woman on Airbnb and be like, "Just to confirm, does this toilet have a seat?" Are you staying in a prison? <laughs> Apparently, so. I just wanted an authentic experience with a prison toilet of Garibaldi. A bucket, yeah, <laughs> a bucket and a mop. And just a glass of water and to no wash wifi. yourself down with. Yeah, no Wi-Fi. So, uh, few listeners and big fans may know that the uh, last episode, episode seven, uh, only kind of happened for about seven minutes uh, until my <laughs> audio cut out, and Josh and in his infinite wisdom decided to <laughs> then release the rest of the episode with Josh talking against a silent person. So, if you want to listen to what you imagine. Josh would be like if he was inside some sort of secure facility, uh, talking to himself and laughing at his own jokes. Um, then listen to our last episode. I see it as an experimental art piece because surely if you think about it, conversation really is talking against a brick wall always. There's no, there might be shared language, but shared understanding and experience is something that mm. comes about. So yeah. Is that- <laughs> 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 the worst part of it is the worst part of that episode the most disheartening painful part of that episode was when we had that wonderful moment at the end where i said that love island is the best thing about britain and mm. you started singing land of hope and glory and i gave a beautiful rousing speech about how great love island was and that's lost to the eons of time it was a special moment actually there were a few i think it was a good app but anyway it was really good this we're, one's we're going be behind now. behind the curtain to the, to our audience so yeah, let's crack on through the fourth wall let's crack on uh, 
with episode eight. Uh, yeah. So we're recording this on Sunday night. We've just seen um, an episode largely based around the two villas, Castro Moore and the original villa. And all of the uh, people on Love Island are kind of, after the last few days of things kicking off, they're now starting to find partners in these respective villas. And tomorrow, uh, probably today, by the time you're listening to this, uh, we'll have the great recoupling. Judging last year's, this, this, what happened when they recoupled after Castro Moore was one of the best episodes uh, last year. Mm. Um because people make decisions, you know, it's a bit like when um, Zara and Eow were voted out last time in terms of mm. the decisions didn't seem to make any sense. That's going to happen a lot more. So you, you'll, you'll see, you know, Josh completely being in love with this Casimir girl, whatever her name is, and then he'll, he'll, he'll go back to Georgia or someone will do something odd, mm. you know, and it, it's just... I can't wait. It's going to be, it's going to be a real head fuck and I can't, it's going to be superb. Yeah, I mean, my main one is, what the fuck is Megan going to do? Yeah, so <laughs> so I guess a potted history of Megan recently. Um, she was going steady with Eyal, ditched him for Wes almost immediately. Uh, and then the next day when Wes left, she immediately started enjoying the attention of two men. Um, Alex, yep. who... I think, well, my girlfriend thinks as well, it's the best-looking person who's been in the villa so far. Really? Yeah. Alex? Yeah, he's a good-looking lad. He's got the glasses, you know. He looks like an estate agent. Yeah, but, you know, they're they're good people. No offence. I mean, they're not. (laughs) No offence to any estate agents out there, but you're all fucking cunts. Yeah, pretty pretty, Uh, bad people. Yeah, he looks like he definitely drives around a Foxton's car. On his days off, just mm. for the power move. Mm. I think he is the best looking guy out of the ones, the, the new boys. There was a really good tweet that was like, oh, can I see your homework? Yeah, but don't copy it so it's noticeable. And then it's just pictures of like Wes next to one guy, Josh next to another guy. It would help if I knew their names, but I don't because I don't care about any of them. They're very similar is what you're saying. Yeah, they just look exactly like... <laughs> they look. They all have counterparts of the original boys, but mm. it looks like they've been put through some sort of meat grinder and reassembled into something just like bland and boring. Yeah, it's kind of like... They, they almost look like police photo fits of the original people. <laughs> yeah. That's very true. Apart from, uh, what's the name of the semi-professional footballer who looks like a police photo fit of what would happen if a wolf had sex with a man? Jack Fowler, his name Jack is. Jack Fowler. That's not a bad name for a for a football player. It is a very footballer name, isn't it? <laughs> I, I, I don't know what football Jack team he plays for. Harlow uh, Town, apparently. Harlow Town. He He's cracking on very well with Laura, isn't he? To be fair, <laughs> I think Laura will go with anyone at this point because she's got something to prove now mm. she wants to she she basically wants to get Wes when he comes back if it were me I'd want to have someone lined up and be like look I found someone amazing I don't need you That's oh yeah I'm absolutely saying. yeah and she I mean she probably has claimed to be the most mugged off person so far yeah definitely. Um, so yeah she's definitely going to want to parade a new boy uh, in front of Wes, definitely. So let's. Uh, so who's who's been cracking on? So um, Josh has kind of d- 
ditched the incredibly annoying Georgia and going for Casimir. Yes. Uh, who's a makeup artist, or Kaz for short. Uh, yeah. they, they seem to actually um, genuinely... Like, they're one of the only couples so far that when you watch it, you think they actually have, like, a genuine connection. Like, mm. they actually seem to get on with each other really well. And nothing's forced. Nothing seems to be a game. It just seems to be they're just two people that are on the same level and like each other. And I think often, like, in these couples, like, uh, you know, he, he just seems so much more mature than Georgia. And they just seem to be, like, you know, on the same level rather than Georgia, who is infuriating. Well, that's the thing. Georgia even said it. Like when, when the boys slinked out and went to Casa Amor in the in the best Mission Impossible sequel footage I've ever seen, um, she said to the girls, "Oh, I really wish I hadn't, you know, like fucked him about." Because she was saying that she always keeps him on his toes and keeps him on a permanent state of alert by, I don't know, like negging him or something. Yeah, just that awful classic playing games bullshit that yeah. just like means that you know you know people who are very attractive and are perennially single and you're like why and it's because they're playing bullshit games all the time constantly and I get it she thinks like because she's young she thinks oh the best relationships are like exciting relationships and because she's young she thinks the only way to have an exciting relationship is to constantly fuck with them <laughs> just to see what happens because then you know no one ever gets comfortable but as we all know, now that we're entering our late 20s, possibly <coughs> heading to 30, mm. the best relationships are the ones that you can chill and sack off plans and just get an Uber Eats and watch Fortnite tutorials. Yeah, I mean, I don't think I've watched Fortnite tutorials very often, <laughs> but uh, everything leading up into that point... You'll get uh, there. You'll get there. Well, we're, we're having too much fun with Trash TV. That's kind of... Oh, yeah, that's true. I wholly, pretty much wholly hold my girlfriend responsible for getting me into <laughs> trash TV. So She's a great woman. She's a great woman. Mm. So, uh, Josh obviously doesn't think George is a great woman because he's cracking on with Casimir. Who right. else? Um, <laughs> Adam um, immediately has <laughs> moved on from Zara. He is such a psychopath. I don't know if you saw in the episode tonight, but he was lying next to whoever he's getting with now. You've had a girl a week. Do you feel? Uh, do you feel guilty? He was like, "Yeah, I don't feel great about it." And then she was like, "You don't give. You don't care, do you?" And he was like, "Nah, I don't give a fuck." It's just like he just says things. Words mean nothing to him. But the the thing that's always scary though is that Daryl then went into the diary room and was like, "Well, I know he's messed around every single girl, and <laughs> you know he's just did Zara, but." I feel like it's a bit different with me, and it's like, no. No, it's not, though. It never That's will the thing. be. It's, this is... it's just not. Yeah. Everyone's being very Neville Chamberlain right now. Not to have another not to have another World War II analogy. But everyone's I being like very, it. Everyone's what, where, being very... what other podcast are you going to get a World War II analogy, Josh? Come on. <laughs> it's very true. Maybe Dan Thingy's Hardcore History, but, you know. He doesn't that. talk about Love Island, though, does he? Doesn't talk about Love Island. That's a fatal flaw in his to his detriment. Top Ten podcast. Mm. Um, yeah, like everyone's just being like, "Oh, well, he couldn't. Put- he couldn't do it a third time. He couldn't yeah. do it a fourth time. He definitely fucking will. He'll just keep going until I don't know. He gets arrested. That's it. And next thing you know, Adam is invading Poland. <laughs> That's true. It's a slippery slope. Mm. First, they came for. <laughs> Fuck Kendall, 
and I did not speak up for I was not a Kendall. Mm. Then they came for Rosie, and I did not speak up for I was not a Rosie. Then they came for Zara, and I did not speak up for it before I was not a Zara. And then they came for what's her face, Daryl. And I couldn't even remember her name. And so. I couldn't even remember her name. So that's the end yeah. of the quote. That's how the quote goes. <laughs> Okay, well, why don't we play a a quiz where I name the name of one of the new people and you have to say either like vaguely what they look like, who they're cracking on with, and if you know anything about them. Okay, so, so Savannah. Oh, I know her. She's the, uh, she's the blondie Moppet girl from Sheffield. She's a singer and from... She looks a lot like Alison Pill, from my memory, and she doesn't seem to have much personality whatsoever, or at least they haven't given her any screen time. Hmm. Her hair is weird. It's like a packet of super noodles on someone's head. <laughs> it's very Justin Timberlake, 2002. Very Neymar. Yeah, very Neymar. <laughs> Did you see the fan with the super noodles yeah. strapped to his head? Yeah. It was Savannah in the crowd, actually. She got a break. Uh, okay, Ellie. Oh. Is she a new one? Yeah. Oh, there's a second So there's the Ellie. old Ellie, and then there's a new Ellie. Uh... <laughs> Ellie All I can is... see is a balloon, a balloon with a face drawn on it with a blonde <laughs> wig. Uh, no. Um, Ellie is the brunette ex of Jack. Oh, Okay. I only know her as ex of Jack. I don't. I can't recall her face or anything about her. Ah, oh, only talking about her in response to a man, eh? Well, yes, because that's the only <laughs> way she's been framed. It's not mm. my fault. Mm. But it is. But uh, so she's been cracking on with uh, the bird, hasn't she? Ooh. Which is interesting. And Jack's obviously given her the all clear. Um, often, you know, in in, in shows like this people can get very you know it happens quite a lot in Geordie Shore where someone will go out with someone's ex and it's always kind of this very bristling like oh and they get very angry about it but mm. Jack generally just seems to be like please just get her out my way so uh, it's not going to affect me and Danny which yeah, I quite I just, like I, I really like that I just want that situation gone I think it's they're like I know we're playing this game at the moment but Danny and Jack mm. my god they're just they're perfect Danny's heart is so pure during the challenges, she was like, "Oh, I know that, I know that Jack's quite short. Maybe he'll have kissed someone. They're both mm. sleeping outside. Mm. It's just, and it's tragic because now she's got that footage. She's got the footage of him saying, oh, that's my ex. That's who I've seen before.' And she's like crying. She's gone apoplectic. She doesn't over know. It, yeah. She doesn't know how much she loves it. And he said he loved her today. He did. That's big. He did." I mean, Danny's great, isn't she? That uh, I think it was a couple of episodes ago when Samira was having that real um, kind of very insecure moment where she was kind of having a little cry and talking about how no one fancied her. Yeah. And and Danny gave her like one of the best pep talks I've ever seen. That's basically our relationship through uni was me crying after going to Fifth <laughs> Ave and then you giving a sort of pep talk. Being like, no, you're not weird. You don't oh, look weird. I was never <laughs> that nice, like, though. You were never that nice. You were more like, shut up, you cunt. Just back it. Yeah. yeah. Stop reading Robert Nozick and trying to use those <laughs> chat up lines. Stop thinking Ayn Rand is a potential oh, good conversation topic. 
Jesus Christ. <laughs> Let's continue the game. Yay. So, uh, Dean. Is that the one who's also going for Megan? Yeah, the slightly odd-looking one. Um, He's got a tiny face. Mm. And, and very bad moustache. As someone who now has a moustache, a very bad moustache. It's so thin. Mm. It looks like a cartoon villain. And his head is tiny, and his ears are big, and he looks like a jug. And, and Megan did her thing again, the same thing she with... Oh, no, sorry, it was Haley, wasn't it, who kissed someone and was instantly like, it felt disgusting. Yeah, Haley and I, oh, yeah, sorry. Um, okay, and then finally, Frankie. No idea. Frankie is the slightly tousled-haired one that is cracking with Samira, it seems. What was, what was their name? His name is Frankie. Frankie. Oh, he's the one who looks like Arj? Yeah, he looks like every single Made in Chelsea character. Like, oh, the Made in Chelsea one. Not Made in Chelsea, sorry. Towie. Towie. Every single Towie character combined together. Right, he looks right. like uh, John, who is a Towie character who was in series one of Love Island, and Arj had a weird baby. <laughs> My favourite of the new ones is the one who... I can't remember who's getting with. Ellie? Charlie. Charlie, yeah. yeah. He's like, I'm not posh. My dad's posh. I'm not posh. And then proceeds to walk out wearing a fucking, like, golf blazer around his shoulders. Oh, he had a, yeah, like a Ralph Lauren jumper, like, tied around, didn't he? Yeah. Ugh. So he is the heir to a two billion pound fortune. Oh, yeah, he's not rich at all, is he? Two billion. What does his dad do? Uh, he owned some service services company. I don't know, catering and services. Ugh, that's the uh, worst kind of rich. Yeah. What, nouveau riche? Yes, obviously. I'm only into old money, darling. <laughs> only like aristocrats. I don't know, but like fucking, if you're going to be rich, do something interesting with it, like Mark Thatcher and try and instigate a fucking coup. Don't be like, oh, I provide <laughs> services. <laughs> Don't go on Love Island. <laughs> like, there are better ways of spending money. <laughs> Elon Musk is a terrible man, but at least he was, one day he was like, oh, I'm going to sell some flamethrowers and made a thousand of them and sold them all. Like, that's good. That's good rich. Although Elon Musk is kind of, he's really trying to be a Bond villain, isn't he? Oh, 100%. He's the worst. <laughs> he's <sighs> terrible. I'm not endorsing him. I am endorsing one specific part of his career. And this is a very, very quick side note before we go back to Love Island. But the yeah. weirdest thing I find so annoying about Elon Musk is that <laughs> he, the level of devotion that his fans have to him is just unbelievable. So, like, he'll say something terrible on Twitter about, like, unions or, like, stealing someone's work. And all these people are like, keep on, keep on fighting the good fight, Elon. We're all behind <laughs> you. And, like, when he was saying how oh he always sleeps at the tes- Tesla office but his couch in his office is quite uncomfortable and then all these nerds crowdfunded like $250,000 to buy him a sofa the man uh, is a billionaire like <laughs> why are you crowdfunding your own money to buy him a fucking sofa I oh man it's that weird hero worship of the super rich I, I can't abide it it's just fucking disgusting Ooh. I think it what I, what I think it is is you know that in times of stress people get nostalgic Hmm. I think that people really want to return to a feudal age. And to be honest, I think we should allow it. Because I think a lot of people were happier then, probably. Serfdom does have its perks. It does. (laughs) There's no responsibility for your actions. It's fine. Hmm. 
Castlemore has been good. Um, they've kind of each discovered, um, you know, I mean, relationships have been tested. Some of them have been solidified. Um, I mean, in general, I think almost... I'm quite surprised, actually, in that the only couple that seems to have been rigid is Jack and Danny, and every single other one, you could argue, will switch. Mm. Um, which, I mean, it depends how they do it this time in terms of is it just people who aren't coupled up at the end end up leaving, or whether... I'm, I'm, I can't really remember how they did it last time, and I'm not really sure how they're going to do it this time. Um, but are they just going to have this like huge villa of like <laughs> 20 people? I'm not really sure. That would be very good. It'd just be too much carnage, though. Imagine trying to edit that to an hour every night. Mm. It just wouldn't be enough time. The pool would be disgusting. Oh, yeah. So, okay, let's make some predictions then. So, obviously, mm. Jack and Danny are going to pick each other again. Um, I think Josh will go for the new girls of Georgia. I think yeah. that Wes will try and recouple with Megan, and she will pick uh, Alex. Yes, I can see that happening. And I can see where's going as a result of that. Yeah. Uh, which will be very sad. And that will be taking a gamble that has not paid off. No. Oh, on a side note about Wes, I've seen that they've they've made him the poster boy of all the adverts in between Love Island now. Like, it used to be Hayley with her talking about like, oh, when we leave Brexit, we're not going to have any trees. And that used to be like the little the sting. sting. Yeah. But now it's all Wes. It's all Wes quotes. Hmm. I think he's the most watchable person in there at the moment. Even though he's a dick, like or you know, he's an idiot. Hmm. He's the most watchable person in there. He hasn't done anything in Castro Moore though, which I think That's could very true. could fuck him over. Yeah. It's because he's still high on that, like, oh I just got with a new girl, she really likes me. But the girl he's gotten with is Megan. <laughs> so <laughs> she already has had two other relationships at the time <laughs> since. So I think, yeah, a couple of people leave. I think, um, yeah, I can see Wes going. I think all of the, well, some of the boys will go. Um, Charlie and Ellie seem pretty secure. Um, I hope that Samira stays with Frankie, although I don't know if he's actually interested in her or, again, just trying to find someone to recouple with. Mm. I'm worried that Samira will try and recouple with the bird and he will pick the new bird. Um, Yeah. What do you think? That's a worry. Is Alex actually making progress now? With Charlie as her name? I mean, she seems as dull as him, so... Yeah, <laughs> they could go really far. And he's already, you know, they're having a good time. He's already like, oh, well, she's not saying that she's having a nice time. It's like, not everything has to be analysed, just like... <laughs> to be fair, that... he has he has made a concession to how terrible, like, the, the bad level of chat he has by saying, oh, in this, when I talk to her, I don't want to just only talk about the relationship. Mm. Which, yeah, good good work, Alex. Good. You That's worked how... out how to talk to people. You worked out how to have a conversation. Well done. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so that that's... Um, yeah, I mean, whatever. I, I don't care about him. Do you think Jack and Danny are going to have serious issues as a result of the ex being in the house? Because I've noticed that Danny has already started neglecting putting suntan lotion on her forehead. (laughs) It's only on her forehead and her nose. But up until now, she's been pristine. No sunburn whatsoever. Now that they're split up, she's suddenly got a sunburn on her forehead and her nose. Maybe he did it for her. Who knows? Do you think that's sunburn or do you think that's like burst blood vessels and anger? (laughs) 
But I don't think she's or angry. I think she's she's yeah, she's just like hurt. Yeah. Well, he hasn't done anything. She's No, to... the Love Island producers have done this to yeah. Danny Dyer. I think if if dad if Daddy Danny Dyer is looking for someone to blame, he's not going to beat up Jack. He's going to beat up Caroline Flack. Yeah, absolutely. And Ian Sterling. They're the only people responsible. Well, I mean, what they did last year was they sent a postcard of loads of pictures of people kissing. And most of them were pictures from, like, one of those challenges. Um, so, mm. And then it really caused a shit show. So I don't know if they'll do the same um, before the recoupling tomorrow night. But it is, it's fucking evil. I mean, it, it, it's <laughs> like, I know a lot of it is entertainment. You're like, oh, yeah, this is great. But then some things like that, you're like, I mean, that's actually just... You're just lying to make them angry at each other. It's it's, it's pretty That's, messed up. It's just cruel. A lot of a lot of it. I say that I wouldn't give a shit if it was anyone other than Jack and Danny. Like if it was all other things being equal, but they're just not in the villa. Mm. I would not give a shit. I would be like, oh, this is great. Yeah, fuck with these people. They're idiots for going on Love Island. Jesus Christ. Of course you're gonna torment them. Why wouldn't you? But now it's Jack and Danny and their hearts have been proven to be pure. I don't want anyone to fuck with that. They should just be exempt and allowed to live in the hideaway until the end. They don't have to interact with anyone else, that's it. This is your own show, it's the own reality, Love Island. It's just a weird big brother way of just watching them. (laughs) Watching them age through a relationship in a hyper-accelerated time. I I would watch that. Yeah, who wouldn't? So um, we probably should wrap this up soon because I've just seen that your girlfriend has tweeted um, that she can't go to bed because you're recording the podcast. <laughs> so she's literally seen you on Twitter there. Um, so uh, what are your thoughts on um, what's going to happen tomorrow? Are you excited? No, because I'm not going to be able to watch it. No, you're not. Oh, my God. So, so I don't care. Or at least I'm trying to block out my caring so that it doesn't cause me a huge amount of stress when I'm in... Italia. Yeah, those recoupling episodes are always very exciting. I think something will always happen uh, uh, in them. Um, and some people, hopefully there'll be a bit of a cull, which would be good. I mean, preferably we'll get rid of most of the new people because they seem they're not very interesting. Um, but it's difficult in that environment. I guess you have two days to like try and show your personality and while also trying to graft and also trying to play the game to mean that you, you know, stay in there. So... Um, yeah, I'm intrigued. I'm intrigued. I think the rest of the week, now they've had these big shake-ups, I think basically now I feel like it's going to be constant drama until the end. I can't see it settling down like it did in the first the first couple of weeks. Mm. Mm. I, I get the feeling that nothing, is, nothing will be the same, which is great. Yeah, no, I'm excited. I'm excited for what happens. Uh, mostly just for like Jack and Danny's sort of Disney moment where they see each other across a crowded room and run towards each other in slow motion. <laughs> That's all I want. Uh, well, if it does happen, I'll give it and I'll send it to you. I mean, put it on Twitter, mate. Don't don't waste it sending it to me. Okay, Just put it I'll on Twitter. That. I'll do that. Speaking of Twitter, uh, you can find us at, at Streampod, um, <laughs> where I'm sure again the. Tweets will be reduced now. Josh is on holiday, uh, <laughs> although I should probably do some. Um, yes. And you can find us uh, on iTunes, or you can give us five stars and leave nice reviews, and we will read them out on the show. If you do that, uh, we appreciate all reviews and all ratings. Thank you very much for that, keeping us high in the charts, baby. Oh yeah. Uh, and thanks for listening. 
keep an eye out. There may be some stuff this week. There may not be. Who knows? (laughs) (laughs) Who knows? The future is unwritten. Bye. (laughs) Bye. Love you. Bye.